Welcome back on this auspicious uh, day of Srila Prabhupada's Tirubhav Mahotsava. We just had a wonderful festival, uh, deeply enlivening and enlightening uh, glorifications of Srila Prabhupada by some of his most stalwart devotees, preachers in our movement. <clears throat> We're beginning our reading this morning at this afternoon. Right now it's actually 3.45 in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's, that's my point. You got what I'm talking about, right? Yes, three forty-five a.m. Any, every, any, you know, every day, someplace. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Uh, we're we're beginning with text twenty-seven of Canto Eight, Chapter Two. If I'm not mistaken, three. Thank you. I know I could be the broken clocks right two times a day. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> I offer my respectful obeisances. Oh, does somebody remember who's speaking? Gajendra. Prayers by Gajendra. Correct. You are correct, sir. <clears throat> I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme, the Super Soul, the master of all mystic yoga, who is seen in the core of the heart by perfect mystics when they are completely purified and freed from the reactions of fruit act, fruitive activity by practicing bhakti yoga. Purport. The king of the elephants, Gajendra, simply accepted that there must be someone who has created this cosmic manifestation and has supplied its ingredients. This should be admitted by everyone, even the most determined atheists. Why then do the non-devotees and atheists not admit this. The reason is that they are polluted by the reaction to their fruitive activities. One must be freed from all the dirt accumulated within the heart due to fruitive activities performed one after another. One must wash off this dirt by practicing bhakti yoga. Yoga randita karmana as long as one is covered by material nature's modes of ignorance and passion, there is no possibility of understanding the Supreme Lord. When one is freed from the modes of ignorance and passion, one becomes free from the lowest qualities, kama and loba, lust and greed. Nowadays, there are so many yoga schools to encourage people in developing their lusty desires <laughs> and greed through the practice of yoga. People are therefore very much fond of so-called yoga practice. The actual practice of yoga, however, is described here as authoritatively stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 12.13.1 dhyana vastit tad katena manasa pasantiyam yoginaha. A yogi is one who always meditates on the lotus feet 
of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is also confirmed in the Brahma Sangita 538. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is Shamsundar, Krishna himself, with inconceivable, innumerable attributes, whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts, with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love. The Bhakti Yogi constantly sees Shamasundar, beautiful Lord Krishna, with his blackish bodily hue, because the king of the elephants, Gajendra, thought himself an ordinary animal, he thought himself unfit to see the Lord. In his humility, he thought that he could not practice bhakti yoga, or not practice yoga. In other words, how can those who are like animals in the bodily concept of life, and who have no purity of consciousness, practice yoga? In the present day, people, in the present day, people have no control over their senses, who have no understanding of philosophy. In the present day, people who have no control over their senses, who have no understanding of philosophy, and who do not follow religious principles or rules and regulations, are nonetheless pretending to be yogis. This is the greatest anomaly in the practice of mystic yoga. 28. My Lord, you are the controller of formidable strength in three kinds of energy. You appear as the reservoir of all sense pleasure and the protector of the surrendered souls. You possess unlimited energy, but you are unapproachable by those who are unable to control their senses. I offer my respectful obeisances unto you again and again. Purport. Attachment, greed, and lust are three formidable forces that prevent one from concentrating upon the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. These forces act because the Supreme Lord does not like to be realized by non-devotees and atheists. Shall I read that again? These forces act because the Supreme Lord does not like to be realized by non-devotees and atheists. However, when one surrenders unto the lotus feet of the Lord, these impediments are withdrawn, and one can realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, the Lord is the protector of the surrendered soul. One cannot become a devotee until one surrenders unto the lotus, Lord's lotus feet. Then the Lord gives one the intelligence from within by which one can return home back to Godhead. 29. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead by whose illusory energy the jiva, who is part and parcel of God, forgets his real identity because of the bodily concept of life. I take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead whose glories are difficult to understand, purport. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, every living entity 
regardless of whether he be human, demigod, animal, bird, bee, or whatever, is part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Lord and the living entity are intimately related like father and son. Unfortunately, because of material contact, the living entity forgets this and wants to enjoy the material world independently, according to his own plan. This illusion, maya, is very difficult to surmount. Maya covers the living entity because of his willingness to forget the Supreme Personality of Godhead and make his own plan to enjoy this material world. As long as this contamination continues, the conditioned soul will be unable to understand his real identity and will perpetually continue under illusion, life after life. As long as the living entity is not entangled so that he may understand his real position, I'll say that again, I misread that, sorry. As long as the living entity is not enlightened so that he may understand his real position, he will be attracted to materialistic life, to house, country, or field, <laughs> country or field, to society, sons, family, community, bank balance, and so on. Covered by all this, he will continue to think, I am, I am this body, and everything related to this body is mine. This materialistic conception of life is extremely difficult to surmount, but one who surrenders to the Supreme Personality the king of the elephants, comes to enlightenment on the Brahman platform. Brahma Bhutak Prasanatma Neshochati Nakangchati Samak Sarvishu Bhutishu Madbhaktim Labhate Param. One who is transcendentally situated at once realizes the supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments <clears throat> nor desires to have anything except one of these. He is equally disposed to all living entities. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. Bhagavad Gita 18.54 Since a devotee is completely on the Brahman platform, he is not jealous of any other living entity. Samak, Saveshu. Earlier, Prabhupada had written in one of the other uh, purports, or maybe it was in the Krishna book, that a devotee needn't be envious of uh, preachers in the Krishna conscious movement. Because that happens. Somebody's preaching Krishna and you become envious. But he said, that, he said there wasn't any need for it. That's kind of a relief to know that. Shishuka Uvacha. Shishuka Uvacha. It's the end of Ganjendra's prayers for now. Now Shukade Goswami is going to speak. Evam Gajendra Upavarnita Nivisham. Shishukade Goswami continued when the king of the elephants was describing the supreme authority without mentioning any particular person, he did not invoke the demigods. Headed by Lord. Brahma, Lord Shiva, Indra, and Chandra. Thus none of them approached him. 
However, because Lord Hari is the super soul, Purushottama, the personality of God, he appeared before Gajendra. Purport, from the description of Gajendra, he apparently was aiming at the supreme authority, although he did not know who the supreme authority is. He conjectured, there is a supreme authority who is above everything. Under the circumstances, the Lord's various expansions, such as Lord Shiva, Chandra, and Indra, all thought, Gajendra is not asking for our help. He is asking the help of the Supreme, who is above all of us. As Gajendra had described, the Supreme Lord has various parts of us, including the demigods, human beings, and animals, all covered by separate forms. Although the demigods are in charge of maintaining different aspects of the universe, Gajendra thought that they were unable to rescue him. No one can rescue anyone from the dangers of birth, death, old age, and disease. It is only the Supreme Personality of Godhead who can rescue one from the dangers of mutual existence. Therefore, an intelligent person to get free from this dangerous existence approaches the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not any demigod. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 7, those who are unintelligent approach the various demigods for temporary material benefits. Actually, however, these demigods cannot rescue the living entity from the dangers of material existence. Like other living entities, the demigods are merely external parts of the Supreme Personality of God, its transcendental body. As stated in the Vedic mantras, Sa'atma anganyanya. Within the body is the atma, the soul, whereas the various parts of the body, like the hands and legs, are external. Similarly, the atma of the entire cosmic manifestation is Narayana, Lord Vishnu, and all the demigods, human beings, and other living entities are parts of his body. It may also be concluded that since a tree lives on the strength of its root, and when the root is nourished with water, all the parts of the tree are nourished, one should worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the original root of everything. Though the Supreme Personality of Godhead is very difficult to approach, he is very near to us because he lives within our hearts. As soon as the Lord understands that one is seeking his favor by fully surrendering, naturally he immediately takes action. Would you like to hear that again? Yes, Vaisheshaika. As soon as the Lord understands that one is seeking his favor by fully surrendering, naturally he immediately takes action. That's the real action figure. Therefore, although the demigods did not come to the aid of Gajendra, the Supreme Personality of Godhead immediately appeared before him because of his fervent prayer. This does not were angry with Kajendra, for actually when Lord Vishnu is worshipped, all the demigods are also worshipped. Yes, min If the Supreme Personality of God is satisfied, everyone is satisfied. As pouring water on the root of a tree energizes the trunk, 
branches, twigs, and everything else, and as supplying food to the stomach, enlivens the senses and limbs of the body. So simply worshiping the Supreme Personality of God, devotional service, automatically satisfies the demigods who are parts and parcels, parts and parts, who are parts of that Supreme When the Supreme Personality of God is worshipped, all the blank are worshipped. Correct. 31. Still Shukadev, after understanding the awkward condition of Gajendra, who had offered his prayers to the Supreme Personality of God at Hari, who lives everywhere, appeared with the demigods who were offering prayers to him. Disc and other weapons, he appeared there on the back of his carrier, Garuda, with great speed according to his desire. Thus he appeared before Gajendra. Purport, Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur specifically hints that since, since Gajendra was in such and was praying for the mercy of the Supreme Personality of God, the demigods who could have immediately gone to his rescue hesitated to go there. So Gajendra's prayer to be directed toward the Lord, they felt offended. And this in itself was offensive. went there, they also went and offered prayers to the Lord so that their offenses might be excused. 32. Gajendra had been forcefully captured by the crocodile in the water and was feeling acute pain. But when he saw that Narayan, wielding his disc, was coming in the sky on the back of, of Garuda, he immediately took a lotus flower in his trunk and with great difficulty due to his painful condition, he uttered the following words. O oh, my Lord Narayan, Master of the Universe, O oh, Supreme Personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. Purport, the king of the elephants was so very eager to see the Supreme Personality of Godhead that when he saw the Lord coming in the sky with great pain and in a feeble voice, he offered respect to the Lord. A devotee does not consider a dangerous position to be dangerous, for in such a dangerous position he can fervently pray to the Lord in great ecstasy. Thus a devotee regards danger as a good opportunity. When a devotee is in great danger, he sees that danger, he sees that danger to be the great mercy of the Lord because this is an opportunity to think of the Lord very sincerely and with undiverted attention. He does not accuse the Supreme Personality of Godhead for having let his devotee fall into such a dangerous condition. Rather, he considers that dangerous condition to be due to his past misdeeds and takes it as an opportunity to pray to the Lord and offer thanks for having been given such an opportunity. When a devotee lives in this way, his salvation, his going back home, back to Godhead, is guaranteed. We can see this to be true from the example of Gajendra, who anxiously prayed to the Lord and thus received an immediately, immediate chance to return home, back to Godhead. <clears throat> Thereafter, seeing Gajendra in such an aggrieved position, the unborn Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, immediately got down from the back of Garuda by his causeless mercy 
and pulled the king of the elephants along with the crocodile out of the water. Then in the presence of all the demigods who were looking on, the Lord severed the crocodile's mouth from its body and with his, with his disc. In this way, he saved Gajendra, the king of the elephants. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the eighth canto, third chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Gajendra's Prayers of Surrender. Chapter 4, Gajendra Returns to the Spiritual World. Where did you get the new name? Gajendra. E's are pronounced like eight. Gajendra. Eight. Say eight. Gajendra. Sri Shukade Goswami said, When the Lord delivered Gajendra from the king of the elephants, all the demigods, sages, and Gandharvas headed by Brahma and Shiva praised this activity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and showered flowers upon both the Lord and Gajendra. That's text one. Spoiler alert. You know, go back and read the summary after you read the... If you read it beforehand, you know what's going to happen. Spoiler alert. Anyway, we've always, we just, only in the last couple days have we started reading the chapter summary. We've never read them before. We've gone back and read them later. Slows us down. We're going to read it anyway. You're going to find out what's going to happen. You don't need to know ahead of time. We don't want to ruin the story for you. Baba, Baba, Babu, purport. It is evident from this chapter that great sages like Devalurishi, Narada Muni, and Augusta Muni will sometimes curse somebody, someone. The curse of such a personality, however, is in fact a benediction. Both the crocodile, who had been a Gandharva in his previous life, and Gajendra, who had been a king named Indradumna, were cursed, but both of them benefited. Indradumna, in his birth as an elephant, attained salvation and became a personal associate of the Lord in Vaikuntha. And the crocodile remained, regained his status as a Gandharva. We find evidence in many places that the curse of a great saint or devotee is not a curse, but a benediction. Text 2. There was a beating of kettle drums in the heavenly planets. The inhabitants of the Kandarvaloka began to dance and sing, while great sages and the inhabitants of Charnaloka and Siddhaloka offered prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Purushottam. Text 
texts 3 and 4. <clears throat> the best of the Gandharvas, King Huhu, having been cursed by Devalamuni, Devalamuni, had become a crocodile. Now, having been delivered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he assumed a very beautiful form as a Gandharva. Understanding by whose mercy this had happened, he immediately offered his respectful obeisances with his head and began chanting prayers just suitable for the Transcendental Lord, the Supreme Eternal, who is worshipped by the choicest, choicest verses. Purport. The story of how, Gun, how the Gandharva had become a crocodile will be described later. The curse by which the Gandharva took this position was actually a blessing, not a curse. One should not be displeased when a saintly person curses someone, for his curse, indirectly, is a blessing. <clears throat> the Gandharva had the mentality of an, of an inhabitant of the celestial planetary system. And for him to become an associate of the Supreme Lord would have taken millions of long years. However, because he was cursed by Devalarishi, he became a crocodile, and in only one life was fortunate enough to see the Supreme Personality of Godhead face to face and be promoted to the spiritual world to become one of the Lord's associates. Similarly, Gajendra was also delivered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead when he was freed from the curse of Augusta Muni. Text 5. Having been favored by the causeless mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and having regained his original form, King Huhu circumambulated the Lord and offered his obeisances. <clears throat> then, in the presence of all the demigods, headed by Brahma, he returned to Gandharvaloka. He had been freed of all sinful reactions. Text 6. Because Gajendra, king of the elephants, had been touched directly by the hands of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he was immediately freed of all material ignorance and bondage. Thus, he received the salvation of Sarupya Mukti, in which he achieved the same bodily features as the Lord, being dressed in yellow garments and possessing four hands. Purport. If one is favored by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by having his gross body touched by the Lord, his body turns into a spiritual body, and he can go back home, back to Godhead. Assumed a spiritual body when is by the Lord. Similarly, Dhruva Maharaj assumed his spiritual body this way. Archana Padati, daily an opportunity to touch the body of the Supreme Personality of God and the one to be forced and go back to Godhead. Not only by touching the body of the Supreme but simply by hearing about his pastimes, chanting his glories, touching his feet, and offering worship. In other words, by somehow or other, one is purified of material contamination. This is the result of touching the Supreme Lord. One who is a pure devotee 
Anyabilashita Shunyam, who acts according to and the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead certainly becomes purified. Like Gajendra, his spiritual body and returns home back to Godhead. Text 7. Had formerly been a Vaishnava and the king of the country known as Pandya, which is in the province of Dravida, South India. His life is Indrajumna Maharaj. Text 8. Indrajumna Maharaj retired from family life and went to the Malaya Hills, where he had a small cottage for his ashram. He wore matted locks on his head and always engaged in austerities. Once, while observing a vow of silence, he was fully engaged in the worship of the Lord and absorbed in the ecstasy of love of Godhead. 9. While Indrajumna Maharaj was engaged in ecstatic meditation, worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the great sage, Yamuni, arrived there surrounded by his disciples. When the Muni saw that Maharaj Indrajumna, who was sitting in a secluded place, was silent and did not follow the etiquette of offering him a reception, he was very angry. Yamuni then spoke this curse against the king. This king Indrajumna is not at all gentle. Being low, he has insulted Brahmana. May he therefore enter the region of darkness and receive the dull, dumb body of an elephant. Purport. An elephant is very strong and it has a very big body. and a large quantity of food. But its intelligence is not at all commensurate with its size and strength. Thus, in spite of so much bodily strength, the elephant works as a menial servant for a human being. Agastya Muni thought to become an elephant because the powerful king did not receive Agastya Muni. One is obliged. Although Agastya Muni cursed Maharaj Indra to become an elephant, the curse was indirectly a benediction. As an elephant, Indudumna Maharaj ended the reactions for all the sins of his previous life. After the elephant's life, he was promoted to Vaikuntha Loka to, became, to become a personal associate of the Supreme Personality Narayana in a body exactly like that of a lord. This is called Sarvya Mukti. 11 and 12. Sugadeh Goswami continued, My dear king, after Augustia Muni, king in he left that place along with his disciples. Since the king he accepted Augustia Muni's curse because it was the desire of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, although in his next life he got an elephant because of devotional service, he remembered how to worship and offer prayers to the Lord. Purport. Nikhil of a devotee, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
Although the king was first, he welcomed aware that nothing can happen without the desire of the Supreme Lord. Although the king was not at fault, Augustimuni and when this happened, the king considered it to be due to his past misdeeds. Tatenu kampam mikshavana. Bhagavatam 10.14.8 This is a practical example of how a devotee thinks. He regards any reverses of life in life as blessings of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, instead of being agitated by such reverses, he continues his activities of devotional service, takes care of him, and enables him to be promoted to the spiritual world, back to Godhead. If a devotee has to take of his past misdeeds, the Supreme Lord arranges for him to be given a token of these reactions. And very soon, he is freed from all the reactions of material contamination. One should therefore adhere to devotees, and the Lord himself will very soon see to one's promotion to the spiritual world. A devotee should not be disturbed in fortunate circumstances, but must continue his regular program depending on the Lord for everything. Considering is very significant in this verse. The word indicates that a devotee knows what he understands what is happening in the material, what is happening in material, conditional. 13. Upon delivering the king of the elephants from the clutches of the crocodile and from material existence, which resembles, resembles a crocodile, the Lord awarded him the status of Sarupya Mukti. In the presence of the Gandharvas, the Siddhas, and the other demigods, who are the Lord for his wonderful transcendental activities, the Lord, sitting on the bank, on the back of his carrier, Garuda returned to his wonderful abode and took Gajendra with him. Upon delivering the king of the elephants from the clutches of the crocodile, from material existence, which resembles a crocodile, hey, purport. In this verse, the word vimoksha is significant. For a devotee, moksha or mukti, salvation, means getting the position of it. The impersonalists are satisfied to get the liberation of merging in the Brahman effulgence. But for a devotee, mukti, liberation, means not to merge in the effulgence of the Lord, but to be directly promoted to the Vaikuntha planets and to become an associate of the Lord. Verse in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.8 one who seeks your compassion tolerates all kinds of adverse conditions due to the karma of his past deeds, who engages always in your devotional service with his mind, words, and body, and who always offers obeisance unto you is certainly a bona fide candidate for liberation. A devotee who tolerates every material world and patiently executes his devotional service can become Muktipade Sadaya Bhak. 
state for liberation. The word diabak refers to a hereditary right to the Lord's mercy. A devotee must simply engage in devotional service, not in all situations. Then he automatically becomes the rightful candidate. There's the right to be promoted to Vaikuntha Loka, just as a son inherits the property of his father. When a devotee from a contamination and engages as a servant of the Lord, this is explained in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.10.6. Muktirhita rupam swarupena vyavastiti. refers to swarupya mukti. Going back home, back to Godhead, and remaining eternal associate, having gained, regained a spiritual body, exactly with four hands holding the shanka, chakra, goda, and padma. The difference between the mukti of a personalist and that of a devotee is that the devotee is immediately appointed an eternal servant of the Lord, whereas the impersonalist, although the agents of the Brahma Jodi, is still insecure and therefore generally falls into this material world. Although the of the Brahman and enters into that he has no engagement in that in the service of the Lord, and therefore he is again attracted to materialistic philanthropic activities. Thus he comes to hospitals and educational institutions, feed poor men and perform similar materialistic activities, which the impersonal are more than serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Anadrita Yushmarangraya think that the service of the Lord is more valuable than serving the poor man. Personalists do not think that the service of the Lord is more valuable than serving the poor man or starting a hospital. Although they say, Brahma Satyam Jaganitya, Brahman is real and the material world is nonetheless serve the false material world and neglect the service of the feet of the Supreme Personality. 14. My dear King Prophet, I have now described the word when the Lord delivered the king's best become to be promoted to the higher systems. Simply because of hearing this narration, they gain a reputation as devotees. They are unaffected by the contamination of Kali Yuga and they never see. Therefore, after getting up from bed in the morning, own welfare, especially the Brahman, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, and in particular the Brahman Vaishyas, chant this narration as it is, without deviation, to counteract the troubles of bad dreams. For every verse in the Vedic literature, especially in the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Bhagavad Gita, is a Vedic mantra. Here, are used to that this literature be presented as it is. Scrupulous persons, however, deviate from the actual narration and interpret the text in their own way with grammatical jugglery. Such deviations are articulated. This is a Vedic injunction supported by Shukadeva Swami, one of the Mahajanas. He says, 
Sukirtayandi. One should recite the mantra as and then one will be eligible to rise to the platform of all good fortune. Say what? This is a Vedic injunction supported by Shukadeva Goswami, one of the Mahajans. He says, Kirtayanti. One should recite the mantra for then one will be eligible to rise to the platform of all good fortune. To rise to the platform of all good fortune. By chanting mantra. That's the result. Here. You say it. The whole Bhagavatam, in other words, is a mantra, as is the Gita. And if you, when you chant that mantra and you recite it as it is, Maharaj, without deep will you be eligible to rise to the platform of all good fortune? If you do it on rising from bed in the morning okay. without deviation. Shukadeva Goswami especially recommends that those who are brahmanas, shuchaya, recite all these mantras after rising from bed in the morning. Because of sinful activities at night, we have bad dreams, which are very troublesome. Yudhishthir was obliged to see hell because of a slight deviation from devotional service to the Lord. Therefore, do swapna, bad dreams, occur because of activities. He sometimes accepts a sinful person as his disciple, and to counteract the sinful reactions he from the disciple, he has to see a bad dream. Nonetheless, the spiritual master is so confident in spite of having bad dreams due to the sinful disciple, he accepts this trouble for the deliverance of the victims of Kali Yuga. After initiation, therefore, a disciple should be extremely careful to commit again any sinful act that might cause difficulties for himself and the before the deity, before the fire, before the spiritual master, and before the Vaishnavas. The honest disciple promises to refrain from all sinful activity. Therefore, he must not again commit sinful acts and thus create a troublesome situation. Text 16. O best of the Kruger dynasty, the Supreme Personality of God, the super soul of everyone, being thus pleased, address Gajendra in the presence of everyone there. He spoke the following blessings. This is Sri Bhagavan, which the Supreme Personality of God had said. Freed from all sinful are those who rise from bed at the end of night, early in the morning, and fully concentrate their attention upon my form, your form, this lake, this mountain, the caves, the gardens, the cane plants, the bamboo plants, the trees, the residential quarters of me, Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, the peaks of Kuta Mountain made of gold, silver, and iron, my very pleasing abode, the ocean of milk, the white Shwetadweep, which is always brilliant with spiritual rays. <clears throat> my Marivatsa, the Kaushtuba gem, my Vijayanti garland, my club, my Sudarshana disc, and Panchajanya, Kanshel, my bearer, Garuda, the king of the birds, my bed, Sheshanaga, my expansion of energy, the goddess of fortune, 
Lord Brahma, Narada Muni, Lord Shiva, Prahlad, my incarnations like Matsya, Kurma, and my unlimited all auspicious activities, which yield piety to him who hears them, the moon, fire, the mantra, Omkar, the absolute truth, the total material energy, the cows and Brahma, devotional service, the wives of Soma and Kashyapa, who are all daughters of King Daksha, rivers, Ganges, Saraswati, Nanda, and Jamuna, Kalindi, Ravata, Juva Maharaj, the seven rishis, and the pious human beings. Okay, who can say it all back? Whoever can say it all the way back, all the names, all the way from the beginning gets You get one pop of them, you get one free pop, one free pop of them with breakfast tomorrow. I'd rather not talk about it. My dear devotee, unto those. Okay, Maharaj is going to reveal, he's going to be vulnerable now. He's going to reveal something. I made a mistake, I know. I, I didn't see anybody falling off their chairs. I made a mistake in the UK because there was a very intense thing going on in the political situation. And I made a mistake of watching something just before I went to bed. I saw the most horrible things, these politicians snarling at each other, calling each other names and stuff. Then I started to pray, like intense prayer. Please, oh Lord, I'll never do this again. Just please, I don't want to see this anymore. Please stop it. I beg you, I'll never do this again. Please stop it. I beg you, I'll never do this again. And it went away. And I slept only. Okay. In other words, you control your mind in your mind before you go to sleep or even during sleep if you just know the difference between your mind and just yell at it. Text 25. Stop it. <laughs> My dear devotee, unto those who rise from bed at the end of night and offer me the prayers offered by you, <clears throat> I give an eternal rest in the spiritual world at the end of their lives. 26. This is a plot, right? This is a plot, right? Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purpose. Really? She should be Excuse me. Will the Vaishnavas plead? All forgive me. Will the Bhagavatam please forgive me? Shukadev for interrupting you. If I could just remember that I missed the verse, that would be a that would be an upgrade. Good. Sri Sugadev Goswami continue every every mercy of God. 
I had to, I had to look for the Bhagavatam, right? Sri Shukadeva Goswami, after giving this instruction, the Lord, who was known as Rishikesha, bugled in this way, pleasing all the demigods, headed by Lord Brahma, mounted the back of his carrier, Garuda. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta Purport, Canto, fourth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled, Returns to the Spiritual World. Oh, Gajendra, help me to pray. You can do it. Well done. Well done. Well done. And that brings us to the cow break. We'll I'm be going back for an here. Olympic record. You stop me. We'll be back here at five o'clock. Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman. Hey, Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman. Natchari Armarman.